ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. Welcome into the Tuesday, April 30th edition. The drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Thanks for tuning in. we got a fun show, I think, planned for you this hour because we've got not only one of the best color analysts in all of the Mid-American Conference, Rob Cornelius. He'll join us here in a few minutes. We'll talk to him. We have got, I think, the second best Marshall play-by-play guy going today. Dave Wilson joins us here in a few minutes. Uh, Marshall's playing baseball today in Morgantown, taking on the Mountaineers. So Dave's going to call the game for us. We're going to have that for you a little bit after 6 o'clock. You can tune in right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 for all the Marshall action coming to you tonight from Morgantown. Dave's going to have the call. We'll talk to him a little bit later on as the Mountaineers are, well, they're pretty good. Marshall's been solid as of late. Marshall, 23-20 right now, 10-11 Conference USA. A little worried in that last series, but 10-11, I think Marshall's got a shot to get into the conference tournament, maybe make some noise. We'll see. You just want to get your shot. That's it. You want to get in. Really, if you finish first, you finish eighth, you finish sixth, it's important, but at the end of the day, you got to beat everybody to claim the championship. So the herd can get in. We'll see what happens. So, We'll talk to Dave here in a few minutes about that. Also, Rob's going to join me on the program in a few minutes as well. And you know what? Since we're in studio today, Gabriel Sellard's our producer, we can get your phone calls in. That's right. The Miller Lite phone lines will be open for you at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Miller Lite, hold true, great taste, only 96 calories. We really haven't had an opportunity just to open those up wide for you, and we can do that here in this segment. We can also do that a little bit later on the program as well because I know there's probably a lot you want to get into. We haven't talked in a while. We haven't had a chance to really just break down what's happening with Marshall Athletics as far as football springs over, basketball will be getting right back at it. It feels like any day now. It just feels that way. And, of course, we got softball playing strong right now. I think that they are definitely a challenge for any team that plays them in Conference USA, they've just been really outstanding. I think that is um, what we expect for Marshall softball, to be quite honest. So we talk about them. Of course, we'll talk baseball. They've been doing pretty good right now. But uh, baseball tonight uh, taking on West Virginia at 630. And then uh, they are on Wednesday taking on Moorhead State. Softball's taking on Pittsburgh tomorrow. And then baseball will face off against UTSA on Friday Saturday, and, of course, softball is going to be at FAU. So we'll get into all of that a little bit later on down the week. But we've got baseball that we're concerned with tonight, and we're going to talk to Dave in a few minutes about that. Think about it, a few more years, maybe we can have a few more baseball games on the radio. Actually, maybe we can talk about actually coming to you live from the baseball stadium, doing the show there, and then getting ready for a baseball game. Wouldn't that be great? We could spend maybe once a week just down there, afternoon game, evening game. That would be fantastic. So uh, I'm looking forward to the possibilities. But uh, I'm looking forward to talking to Rob here in a few minutes. I'm going to ask Rob some questions. Now, I didn't know if I was going to bring this up, but I might as well. I know it's been divisive today. And first of all, uh, congratulations once again to the columnist of the Herald-Dispatch, Chuck Landon, for uh, creating – uh, what he is there to do, discussion, and to uh, get people talking. I just don't know if this was the right one to go after because it's a hard, hard business getting drafted in the NFL. It's a hard business. It really is. And I'm referencing his column for today that was in the Herald-Dispatch, and you know, I'm going to be honest with you. Confession. I don't read much of the paper these days, but I save up my free, my free view. I save them up, and I read Chuck because I like opinions. I like a guy who has an opinion. I'm not saying that uh, you know, every opinion I agree with, but I like opinions, and I like a person who will, you know, throw one out there now and then. But it's very tough to get drafted. Basketball, hockey, NFL. It's very tough, but. What about the success of Marshall football players after the draft? What about that? We really haven't touched on that. 
guys who sign free agent deals and they get to maybe control a little bit more where they're going, find a team that's a better fit for them. And what would you rather be, the last pick of the seventh round and nobody really cares, or would you like to be maybe a player who controls his destiny a little bit now? He has an opportunity to get on with a team. It's a situation that he likes. It's a situation the team likes. And you got an opportunity. You're not like a, a late-round draft pick. And not everybody that's drafted is going to make it. And not everybody that didn't get drafted is going to be left out. And I get there's the prestige factor. It's really huge. The prestige factor is there. Hey, I'm a first-round draft pick. I won the Heisman. I mean, those accolades are great. But when you're here in the NFL, that means not for long if you're not up to spec. It doesn't matter if you were a first-round draft pick. doesn't matter if you won the Heisman. just doesn't matter. It's what you do with the opportunity you get. And, yeah, it'd be great to be able to say, yeah, look at Marshall. Look at Marshall. Got several players drafted. But is that is that because right now maybe Conference USA is not that good? Is that a Marshall issue or is that a Conference USA issue? Is that a Conference USA issue or is that a the other leagues are more visible or just better? Or is that an issue where you're going after players who can have immediate impact and everything else is just crapshoot, really? So there's so many ways you could go after this. Uh, we'll leave that to you because, uh, again, um, I'm not bringing this up only because I want to take shots at what Chuck wrote. Again, I love the fact that he has an opinion. But I think you need to apply that to basketball. If you're going to apply that to football, then you're going to have to apply that to basketball. Right? It's only fair. If you apply it to one sport, you need to apply it to another sport because it's been since 2010 since a Marshall basketball player was drafted. 2010, Hassan Whiteside. Last time a Marshall basketball player was drafted. Now, I know the rounds have decreased, but if we're going by droughts, Marshall's had a long-time drought in basketball as well, and that's not to take a shot at the basketball team. There have been many players who have come that have had a great deal of talent. It's just hard to get into the league. It's very difficult to get into the NBA. It's very difficult to get into the NFL. And I will say this, unless you are a guaranteed first-round pick, I don't think any player, I don't think any player should, unless absolutely has to, should give up their eligibility and go take a shot at the NBA, the NFL. I don't think you should do it because you can wait a year, get your degree, use up your eligibility, improve your stock. If you're not a surefire, okay, somebody's going to pick me day one, I don't think there's value there. I think the value is to Finish out your career. Have your options open. Keep all your options open. That's just my opinion. All right, when we come back, we're going to talk to Rob Cornelius. He is the color analyst on the Ohio Bobcats radio network. We'll talk to him what's up with the Bobcats and working into a little bit of a Marshall conversation as well, as Rob does a great job of following their herd. And later on, we'll hear from Dave Wilson, get his thoughts on the upcoming baseball game between Marshall and West Virginia. We'll talk to him later on on today's edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 
You're listening to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Tuesday, April 30th edition. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Thanks for tuning in for today's edition of The Drive. It's always fun to get a chance to talk to my next guest. Uh, He is a a longtime broadcaster of high quality for the Ohio Bobcats radio sports empire, whatever you want to call that thing. Uh, He's also um, a very humble man, and um, he's very knowledgeable as well. He is Rob Cornelius. He joins us now on the program, and uh, some have alluded to you as being the best color analyst in the Mid-American Conference. I think it was you that actually coined that phrase, and uh, so humbly uh, coining that phrase, it has been now set in stone that it is truth, sir, that you are the best in the business. Well, I, I think it's I think it's important to have ridiculous things in your Twitter bio that aren't necessarily verifiable but sound great, and that's certainly certainly one of them. I'm getting up there now in terms of like uh, years of service. I'm up around twenty ish on and off, so uh, I'm clearly nearing dean status, if nothing else. Does that mean uh, at the end of the day you get like a nice little uh, going away party, a plaque, a trophy, you get in the Mid American Conference right, Hall pro- of Fame? Probably, right. That's what it used to be. They used to get all the Mid American Conference trophies done at a trophy shop in Salina, Ohio. I don't know where they get them done now. But uh, no, the most exciting thing that's happened to the MAC in the last three weeks was the MAC, despite not having bowling as a conference sport, hosted the MAC Women's Bowling, hosted, pardon me, the Institute of Way Women's Bowling National Championship near Cleveland a couple weeks ago. And that was that was a big moment for the Mac. Did you call any of that action? No, actually, I really wanted to. It's like one of those things I always goof on in the spring because, like, once your team is like out of the basketball tournament, you start seeing the bat- the bowling stuff come up on TV on ESPN, you and whatnot. And uh, I kind of goof on it, but a buddy of mine, well, but Conrad Lucas, known to some folks at Huntington, went to Vanderbilt with the guys who essentially started the women's bowling club team, organized it, and that morphed into now a national championship team at the scholarship level. So he and I were going to go up a couple weeks ago and watch Vandy try and win that national title again. So we'll, we'll go again. It'll be someplace in the East, and uh, we'll give it a shot some week. We're not as busy. But, yeah, that was a kind of a cool thing. It's a great women's sport, and you can add it for, like, no money. There's, like, no cost structure to adding it. You know, it's like three or four scholarships. I mean, tell Hamrick it's a good idea. You know what? He takes my phone calls uh, occasionally. I'll tell him that. I never talked to that guy. He, he and I should be more friendly. But, no, it's it's a good sport. It's a good uh, good balancer for Title IX issues and cheaper than a lot of other stuff. So, so how are you guys? How's Huntington? Beautiful, uh, beautiful Hun- down there? Huntington's good. Today is a great day. Um, we just uh, enjoyed a, a beautiful weekend. Of course, spring football is now officially over, probably the longest spring football practice of all the uh, footballs in uh, the great sport of college hey. athletics. And you guys went. You guys went super late. We got ours done. I think it was Saturday the thirteenth. And frankly, I was headed out of town. I was headed to Vegas with the misses uh, on that Saturday. But I'd seen a little bit of spring before that. Um, yeah, you get the Bobcats in what week three, week four, basically. You see us in September down there. Yep. Um, we were really good last year. We were really, 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 really good. Another situation where you, you know, you get one or two go the other way, and this team's going for eleven, you know, ten, eleven, twelve wins, something like that. Went to the bowl game, just whipped San Diego State twenty-seven nothing. Those guys. Didn't really want to be there. Their coach did. Most of the players didn't. And our guys just stood on the gas and played great. Um, you guys are going to see probably the best quarterback in the MAC, one of the best in this part of the country, Nathan Rourke, uh, coming back for, uh, for his third year. Um, he's now the unquestioned starter, unquestioned probably the best quarterback in the league. Now the uh, Jackson kid at Buffalo declared for the draft and then didn't get drafted. And Rourke's is fun. Option quarterback, a guy who looks like a high school basketball player. Not a lot of a big body guy, but He's one of the most slippery guys around the option you've ever seen. The Seneca Wallace quality is slippery. Um, just got to figure out who the weapons are. Um, went through all spring with basically only one healthy scholarship running back running. A lot of guys uh, getting surgery, getting work done. I think we're counting on a freshman or two to show up there. And same thing out with the receivers. Not a lot of receivers um, coming back outside the tight end spots that put up huge numbers. So it's kind of a, a guessing game. This is a really good team last year. But Marshall getting them early, you have a chance to uh, maybe get one. You know, Ohio State girls number uh, seemingly of late. It seems like we burn our best game of the year on you guys, and that, that's gone pretty well a couple times. Refreshment, did you guys have uh, an actual uh, game, or was it more of a controlled squash? Not really. No, no. We, we, were, we were about as low contact as possible. For being a old-timey fullback, in your mind, he's a grinded-out uh, coach from the 70s. Frank Solich has gotten real smart on the low contact, preserve you guys, don't get them hurt by the spring and fall thing, and just trust our conditioning that our guys are fast enough. Once they see contact, they'll be fine. You know, they have a, a decent jaw on them. And so we've really limited contact, honestly, on both sides of the ball. Um, defense is going to be good. It's all oh, the defense uh, is going to be really good in the back end. The best players, probably three of the top four players on defense, are in that back end, in that secondary. The two corners, 
uh, John Hagenbeck against safety. Those are really the guys who are, are, are scariest, I guess. Will always be good in the front seven. And new defensive coordinators in there, although it's a guy who's been on the staff for, for forever, Ron Collins. Um, J- Jimmy Burrow was the coordinator since Frank got to Athens. Well, Jimmy Burrow is the dad of Joey Burrow, who took the grad transfer from Ohio State, went to LSU, was, you know, pretty good. And now he's just basically going to spend the year, I think, down there kind of watching and tutoring and hanging out with the son because he's retired age. He can do what he wants. He's going to enjoy a year. So. But this defense is good. Front seven will figure it out. Um, it's again, it's kind of an inverse kind of a flip. You're better, better at the ends than at the nose. Usually, this teams had great nose tackle and free technique guys this year. I think we're better on the outside, a little weaker on the inside. But again, they'll figure out the personnel, get a freshman linebacker to figure this thing out, and uh, plug those gaps. But I'd say Ohio. You know, if I were looking at, if I were writing the magazine preview, which has probably already gone to publication because they're lazy that way, I'd say you pencil Ohio in for what you always pencil Ohio in for, somewhere between eight and nine and a half wins, and. Uh, a bowl someplace, and again, as weak as the East is on paper this year in the MAC, maybe this is the year Ohio finally a wins the East and finally wins that MAC title, which has been now out of our hands for 51 years. We're basically the Maple Leafs of the MAC. Ooh, yeah, nice analogy there. Yeah, yeah. Again, think about that. Again, the Maple Leafs, again, America's team or Canada's team or whatever they're what, 52, 53 years out, and that's uh, they keep missing. Them. That's kind of where we are. We're a great brand name, and we're always in discussion, but we have yet to win that MAC title game since we went to the t- title game format. Frank Solich in his 15th season has brought you only 106 wins, four Mac East titles, just, 10 bowl appearances, yeah. four bowl wins. That's all. Yeah, we're, we're, we're just stacking stuff. I mean, again, you know, some people are bored with his mate, and that's the AD's call. And, you know, he looked up the seats and decided, hey, we need to fill a few more of these. And he brought back in a really great alum, a guy you guys down, down at Marshall know pretty well, and Jeff Bowles, who did a turn on the Huntington staff. Yeah, Jeff's a great guy. But um, it just feels like Conference USA – you thought years ago this was the league that could be among the top of the mid-majors, whatever you want to call them, the Power Five. I refuse to use that in basketball. But it just feels like the MAC is just going on, doing its thing, and it's right there. It's probably among the top of the mid-majors. Uh, it always feels like you're, you're scratching your head. What are they doing? Well, they're just well, keep doing what it's, they do. It's, it's- it's cycled back up, and Buffalo, again, has been on another planet. We'll see after coaching change if they can hold that together. I'm not sure they can. You can do it through one coaching change. I'm not sure you can do it through through a second. We'll see, because obviously Hurley to Oates to now their new guy who was guy on the staff who they're going to you know underpay and try and save a few bucks on now because they have a different AD. But um, the MAC last year was, frankly, about as good as the MAC has been in like league RPI or league ranking since the 90s. Remember, the late 90s, MAC had a year like three teams in the tournament. Um, you know, Mac is still looking to go back to that two or three teams to turn. But what you've seen is um, the top of the league get good again, and frankly, get good without Ohio and Miami being all that relevant. You get Ohio and Miami going again, you, you really, really got something. So um, the league's been better. Missouri Valley tanking has been helpful. The horizon being really ordinary has been helpful. And Con USA being, frankly, uneven and ordinary in big spots has, has, has been really helpful. I mean, Marshall's fun. Marshall's good on TV. But name me too many other teams in that league you really want to go pay to see if you weren't getting you know free ducats and comp popcorn up there where you sit in the corner. I'll ask my intern later off air. I have an intern. Yeah. Um, I'll oh, ask good. him. I, uh, I haven't had that in a while. That's yeah, good. I've got an intern. Do you not? You, you don't get those I'm at a while. Hopefully, hopefully they're getting practicum credit, dude. I'm I'm like you know part time contractor. I'm like that guy in Fast Times Richmond High. They fly me in for games. I don't really have a desk not like that so i don't need an intern and we meet a lot of nice young broadcasters that help get involved in the sideline pregame stuff but no technically i i don't i don't get a lot of help let's put it this way i've got an intern that has actually got game experience and if you stack both of us on top of uh, each other's mm-hmm. shoulders uh we still couldn't yeah. stop him <laughs> we couldn't stop him that's awesome yeah i i, I always i always like like the, the former player hanging out there like in one of those roles where it's kind of like one of those sports center commercials like you know mascots jimmy connor's you know, Bill Friend, like whoever, just someone who's totally out of place, even without a mascot suit on. That's good. I like that. Former, man. I got the future Hassan Whiteside right here in my studio with me. So um, That's awesome. That's all I'm I, saying. Dude, I, 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 I love Whiteside when I had a fantasy team back when I did that thing because you guys always scored, scored a lot of blocks. It was always really nice. Yeah, he's a good defensive guy, wasn't he? Yeah, that's good. His records are going down so, in a no. couple years. That's all I'm saying, and I'll leave it at that. I understand. Yeah. I understand. No, no. But, 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 but basketball's good. Football's good. We're entertaining. We want to play you guys more often. Uh, what's uh, what's going down there recruiting-wise? What's, uh, what's Dan bringing in next year to entertain me? Um, there's a few guys that are on the bench, 
and we're going to probably okay. see a little bit more of them now that the um, the, the the circus has left town. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, how, well, do you, how do you replace um, how do you replace the number one scorer and a guy who's in the top five? Um, the CIT. Well, I, I, yeah, I, I, I love I love John Elmore. I love his Prius. I also enjoyed his brother. Uh, his, his brother is what well, I think got married recently or something. No, anyway, I, I, I yeah, I enjoy them both. Like they're both they're both good comedy. They're both well spoken and fun. Know their parents. Good deal. Good bunch. I think. Um, I think what you're going to see is um, I think you're going to see a, a team that's going to have to find its identity because for so many years you you had John you had CJ those were your guys you know now Marshall fans are going to actually have to learn the rest of the roster I think to be, to be fair Correct. and the CIT run was nice it helps and it really I thought re-energized the fan base because after all we're talking the CIT right but if the team gets oh, behind it the fans get behind it all of a sudden hey that's pretty important that's pretty special. Hey, it went way better than the paid tournament that Morgantown's ride. You guys got got value out of it, and that's the other thing. Like you guys, in terms of finding identity, you're right. I mean, when you guys didn't, you know, when you guys didn't have Pinova, the first 15 games was pretty hard to watch. It no clue defensively. Didn't have a cleaner back there to bail you out of bad defense. And you're right, the team next year will have to find find the new look. The guy that's fun, obviously, you can watch more. Year is uh, McKenzie kid from Columbus, and he reminds me. And this is the one smart thing I wanted to say on her show. I'm sure you've already said it like three months ago during the season. He's like Slay in that he got his growth late, and he originally was a point guard, a smaller man's game, and now he's grown to a mid-sized, bigger guy. It's the things he can do from that size, not to mention the jumping. He's just on another planet sometimes. Rob Cornelius joining us. And as I alluded to earlier, that um, you actually uh, did know your Marshall. You're not just a Bobcat guy. You know your Marshall. You know your West well, Virginia. My, my, my mom went there. My mom went there, and my aunt's brother was uh, – Price, who scored a bunch of points for you guys in the 50s before dying too young and used to be hanging up in the Henderson Center with a big picture. So We'll get that back. They're, they're working on stuff there. You know, you get the big yeah, scoreboard. No, you like, got the big I, scoreboard. Yeah. That changed yeah, things up. We're Jumbotron, playing some Nintendo on that. No, it's, it's Conroe's, Conroe's much better. All the seats got redone. The Jumbotron's in. Still, still need a, uh, an oxygen for basketball to practice in and still need a basketball weight room. But we've done a bunch of improvements between football and basketball. Things are better. We had the best-looking facilities on the outside. Now I think we've really improved some of them on the inside. I think that's a fair statement. Rob Cornelius joining us, uh, the self-proclaimed and accurately described best color analyst in the Mid-American Conference with us. Um, the Convo is one of my favorite places. It's, it's a great venue to, to, to watch a game. Uh, I don't know how the opposing team feels about playing in that gymnasium, but it, it just it's a building that could go another 40, 50 years. You don't need a new basketball arena in Athens. You just need to freshen it up, and there you go. You're, you're good again. Yeah, it's, and it's 50, 50 years old now. This, this, was 50 or, this was 50, yeah. So how about that? Wow, the convo's older than you and me. Wow. Crazy, isn't it? Yeah, it, six, it, 68, 69 opener. Yeah. So um, we were talking earlier, we mentioned Jeff Bowles. You got the uh, former Marshall assistant, the Ohio alum. Uh, that's going to be fun. Yeah, when Marshall and Ohio play in basketball, that's going to be fun because, you know, I have fond memories of Jeff. He uh, he gets this rivalry. He understands why it's important to many fans. And uh, the fact that, uh, you know, Marshall and Ohio continue to play basketball is great to me. Well, I mean, again, it's, it's what I'm glad we play it once a year. I'd, I'd even play it twice a year for needed games. wouldn't hurt anybody's RPI. Um, roster's going to be a little down, about half the group. Uh, you will be down to six or seven left in the prior bunch between graduations and Best player, probably Jason Carter, managed graduate early, escaped, he's going to go to Xavier and uh, add on a Masters and get, hopefully get some playing time there. It's probably about a sixth six guy, but he's uh, good luck to him. Uh, Jordan Dardis, guy who used to hit threes like eight at a time, missed all last season with bad hips. Uh, he's got a medical, he's back, so he'll be kind of the counted on outside piece we didn't have last year. It's probably what got, frankly, Saul killed was not having great shooting. It was an interesting team, and they played really, really good defense but oddly could not score at all, could not get could not get good shots, could not get threes to drive. It was the opposite, um, you know, style-wise what Marshall was doing because you guys hit threes in Ohio, frankly, couldn't. Uh, Bowles was, you know, you guys know him. He was on the Marshall staff, on the Athens staff, the Ohio State staff, went to Stony Brook with our buddy Gino Ford, long-time Ohio player and assistant, who ended up staying at Stony Brook, keeping that, uh, keeping that head coaching job and staying on Long Island. But Bowles, again, we mentioned that staff, uh, he's brought back Steve Snell, who was on Marshall staff years ago, and will kind of be the steadying older dude influence on that bench. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see what he puts together. But it's old home week for Jeff Bowles. He loves it stylistically, a little different than the soft fiddles teams, um, you know, a little more post-oriented. But, look, he's modernized. He's figured it out. He's a great recruiter. 
Uh, he's going to get Ohio back in the conversation of top kids regionally. And again, kids who are reaching for the Big Ten and might just miss, but are plenty good enough to be a top ten player in the MAC. And that's uh, that's what we need is to ratchet that back up and be a little more aspirational athletically. Rob Cornelius joining us. Uh, he is part of the Ohio Sports Radio Network, and uh, we'll have him back here in Huntington real soon. Welcome back home. Of course, uh, you'll hit all your favorite haunts. Um, you'll probably come in early to hit all your favorite haunts and then maybe like oh, make sure, a weekend sure, of sure, it, sure. not just a day. I have all, all sorts of things I enjoy. No, I, I can make a whole weekend of it. No, true, true. <laughs> you could. Various hot dog parlors, that, that ham place. Uh, you know, cookout, which I don't have at home. You know, so I just don't want to say anything that's not a sponsor or offend a sponsor who is, you know, Stewart's. I don't know. Whatever. Um, I like it all. I like Huntington. It's fine. Yeah. Um, you like cookout, huh? Yeah, I'm really into that. Again, that's like the you know, the 24-hour, you know, overnight food of like every Southern college campus of folks who had a couple drinks. That's like, you know, hey, where am I going? It's 2 a.m. It's like, you know, it's like cruising the Hardys when we were young. But that's not like the new option. I'm getting like thumbs down from the radio booth. Um Let's see. I've really? Got, really? I, yeah. I like the whole. I like the whole tray concept. It's a tray. Oh wait, I can have a beef quesadilla as a side. Why wouldn't I? What a great idea. Let me let me pull the booth. Okay, I got uh, I got one thumbs down, and mm-hmm. um, let's see. Um, yeah. Well, first of all, you got to get him to the microphone um, a little bit closer. You know, interns, basketball players, they don't know much about radio. Sure. Sure. Okay, sure. so uh, oh, talking uh, but this is uh, this is Jansen Williams. This is his opinion on cookout. Uh, as soon as he uh, gets hey, man, the look. microphone. You hey, want you want a place to eat? Taco Bell is where it's at. I'm telling you. See, my Late wife night, is really into that. Cheap food. Yeah, my, Taco yeah, Bell. Yeah, yeah. No, my, my, my wife Mexican, is into that. That's Mexican? solid to like three. Can't go wrong with yeah, Mexican. Yeah, it's like solid to like three a.m. Okay, I'm fine. I'm with you on that. How was your season, by the way, man? How would you rate it? Oh, it was really, really good, man. Um, had a good. great time. Got you guys a lot are fun of to watch. Things accomplished, and uh, got to play a couple more games with CJ and John and Rondo and CT. Man, it was awesome. Well, it seems like a good group, and I know you're not the local one, but I love having all those West Virginia guys around here because they all, everyone says, oh, those guys can't play. Where are they from? And it seems like you guys have spit out shooter after shooter after shooter, and it works. So glad, glad it's working out yeah, for you they, guys, uh, and good for Coach Dan. They, they, they made me the player I am today, um, and I'm, I'm blessed I'm here. Well, cool, man. We appreciate it. You're Georgia, right? Oh, yeah. ATO. Cool. Done. See how big time this show's gotten? I mean, you got Jansen's like an intern here. That's how big time we awesome. got. Yeah. That's that's the best thing I've ever heard. Yeah, so, I mean, um, you, know, you got to work on your end though. You got to get somebody for you. I'll get some. I'll get fine. I, I I don't know what Gary Trent's son is doing right now. Is he still on a roster? Is he in Europe? Or is he ready to come do radio with me? Good question. That's he a good question. As soon as I recall, yeah, that is a good question. Oh well. Rob Cornelius, our guest. Um, have fun, man. Uh, have a good uh, have a good night. Uh, we're gonna um, we got Marshall baseball coming up a little bit later on, so I know you'll be tuned into that. Uh, Dave Wilson's gonna have the I, call. I, that, I love Dave Wilson. You guys sent him to, to uh, do the game with us earlier in the season. He's a good time. So I like that guy, dude. I've, I've like done like no OU baseball since like 1997. Like this is one thing I like. Ever since I was a student, I've been personally like not that interested. What I you need to why. do is work it in your contract, like Steve Cotton does. Oh right, right. So they have to yeah, continue giving me something to do through the spring or whatever. Instead of just like going up to Michigan and doing wood carving or whatever to escape. I like what he does. Like whatever he puts on Facebook, I see like entertaining stuff. He just relaxes. I like that. Well, Dave's not. I mean, Dave's calling the game tonight. He's in Morgantown because uh, you know mm-hmm. he, he he made the, the career choice to move up there. So um, <laughs> so he, we're gonna hear from him his, next. His, his his morning his morning news talk show is not bad. I I tell that more often. It's actually pretty good. So. Um, I don't want to build his because e- he's listening in probably. I don't want to build his ego up too much. I gotta <laughs> I gotta deal with him next year. So uh, we'll uh, we'll cut it off there. Hey man, it was good talking to you. Uh, I love uh, having you on. Anytime you want to come in, just randomly come in. You can be like Bill Murray, just I randomly will, come in. I, I will, yeah. Oh yeah, I'll let you show up. Whatever. My, my best to you, Cornwell, Jance, and the rest of the gang. There, I'll talk to you guys soon. Joining us on the program, he is the best in the business in the Mid American Conference. I qualified that, uh, Rob Cornelius. Thanks, buddy. Talk to you soon. <laughs> Thanks, man. Bye. When we come back from break, uh, we're going to hear from Dave Wilson. He is um, the best in the business when it comes to calling Marshall Baseball on Tuesday, April 30th. When we continue with this edition of The Drive.
Now, back to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Heard baseball coming up tonight, live from Morgantown. That means we get to hear Dave Wilson do a baseball game. He joins us now on the program. It's always fun when uh, Marshall and West Virginia get back together in baseball. It wasn't so fun the last time, but hopefully the Herd is uh, a little bit better taking on a really good West Virginia team tonight, Dave. Hey, Paul. Yeah, a really good West Virginia team might be a little bit of an understatement. Uh, You know, there's six baseball polls. WVU ranked anywhere from 17th to 20th in those polls, and these guys just keep winning series after series after series in the Big 12, and you know, they've put themselves right in the thick of things, not only for the Big 12 conference, but uh, also looking ahead, they're going to be in, uh, you know, the postseason tournament. Whether or not they host a, you know, regional is really the question at this point for this WVU team. Facilities do matter. Facilities help improve a program. You know, I, I, I hope, Paul, that whatever the final product is, you know, you know, down to Marshall, when Mike Hamrick and, and, and the athletic department gets this new baseball stadium built, uh, you know, I hope it's something similar to what they were able to build up here uh, in Granville, overlooking you know the Mon River up here because they did it right. You've got a 3,000, 3,500 seat stadium, and, and that is built to host you know NCAA regionals. Could very well, you know, if there weren't potential conflicts, could host you know the high school state baseball tournaments and so on and so forth. So. You're, you're absolutely right. When you when you have a facility, it helps you recruiting. It helps you bring in players, and it helps you. It just elevates the entire program, and and hopefully we're talking about the same things happening down in Huntington in a couple of years. Let's talk about this baseball game tonight. Now, the first time these two teams met didn't go the Thundering Herd's way. This time, Marshall is um, back at it on the road. Uh, I I'm actually not like having just a road game be a road game not every game a road game so uh midweek game i know coaches don't like these things but here we are yeah especially this time of year too the the midweek games you're always looking ahead because you know marshall's got two big series coming up with utsa and old dominion wvu has tcu lurking uh you know, and uh, I believe Kansas State down the road as well. They're looking for positioning in the Big 12 tournament. Marshall's looking to just make certain it solidifies a position in the Conference USA tournament. So you use these midweek games, Paul, to try to work out a couple of arms. Capuano is going to get the start today for Marshall. Nick Snyder is going to go for WVU. So both teams are going to throw their usual midweek guys and try to extend them out a little bit, try to get five good innings. And if you get six, you're going to take that as a bonus today. As much as the two teams probably want to win this game, um, how much do you throw at this game, knowing that if you win against West Virginia, it's a big win, but you still got to win conference. If you win against Marshall, that's okay. You beat your in-state rival. You still got to go out and win in your conference. So how much are we really going to see these two teams play hard, but not that hard being a midweek game? It's not a matter of effort, uh, I, I don't think. It's a matter of you aren't going to see, unless a guy just simply needs work out of the bullpen, you're not going to see the guys that, who are going to throw on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Obviously, your starting pitcher is not going to be one of those guys. Uh, and when you do go to the bullpen, you know, you know, you're not going to extend your top reliever. You might bring your closer in at the end to get him some work, but that's really where you see the difference in these types of games, Paul, is in the pitching. You're going to throw some younger guys. You're going to throw some underclassmen, guys who aren't going to get the work in on the weekends. This is where you let them build experience and uh, let them get in the lineup. You know, as far as everything else goes, you're still going to go all out on defense. You're still going to go up there looking to get your swings and get your base hits. The difference really is in, uh, you know, the decisions you make and how you manage your pitching staff. You're just not going to see your top-end guys on a Tuesday in late April. Dave Wilson, our guest, he'll have the call later on this evening of Marshall and West Virginia. You can listen to it right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. You can also stream it on our website, wrbc.com. Also on TuneIn, or you can download our streaming app. So uh, many ways tonight to listen to Herd Baseball. And what's the feeling for this game? Uh, you know, it's a midweek game, so I know maybe not as exciting as a, a weekend series, but... Uh, 
Do the fans come out for this one, or are they just coming out? It doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, really, it doesn't matter Marshall's on the schedule. This team has been so good. You know, are the fans coming out You know, in bigger numbers for this team this year? Well, they had a really good crowd here against uh, Oklahoma State earlier. The record crowd, almost 3,500. They had it packed. They're giving away free pizza tonight. That's always a draw as well. Um, they've built in some promotions to this game as well to try to draw people out. Look, in Morgantown, Paul, you got to deal with two things up here in the middle of the week. One is traffic. Traffic's horrendous. And just the time of the game, you know, 6.30 start, people are, you know, getting off work, shift changes, that sorts of thing. It's, it's, it's difficult to get here, but you build a couple of promotions in, and the weather's turned out absolutely perfect this evening. It's, it's not a bad place to be. There will be a decent crowd on hand here tonight. I can't wait. I want I want to get up there eventually to see that stadium because I've heard nothing but nice things about it. And, of course, uh, it serves a dual purpose, not only at home for the Mountaineers. You've got minor league baseball here, which I'm hoping uh, we can see that sort of situation in Huntington soon for not only Marshall but for minor league baseball. If you could, just what? how major has the change been since that facility opened for not only the, maybe the area but for the Mountaineer baseball team? The biggest change, Paul, was there was suddenly now an expectation. And to draw a comparison with Marshall, when you're in the Big East, obviously not a baseball conference, they played at Holly Field, which was a sufficient um, a sufficient facility, but not much more than a, a glorified high school field. Aluminum bleachers, you know, the, the old press box that would heat up to, you know, 1,000 degrees on a hot summer day. Uh, again, a sufficient facility, but but nothing that you were going to wow any recruits with. You move to the Big 12. You are in a one of the premier baseball conferences in the country. Then you uh, you know you build a pristine facility that ratchets up your expectation level, and that also ratchets up you know the recruits you can bring in because you can bring them in. You can show them the ballpark. You can show them the facilities. You can show them the indoor batting cages. Uh, all of those things. And I would expect the same thing, Paul, to kind of happen, you know, for Marshall when the new baseball stadium's ready to open up and play. The expectation's going to raise a little bit because you no longer go, well, you know, we don't have that, you know, the facility to compete with, you know, this team, that team, and the other team. Well, we got to drive to out on Route 2, or we got to drive to Charleston, or we got to drive to Beckley to play home games. You know, you don't have those uh, justifications. So, you know, the expectations level, the expectation level rises. The other thing here, Paul, was the development that's come around the ballpark. Uh, when they opened this up in 2015, when you looked out beyond, you know, right center field here, it was just, it was an old strip mine uh, that was just a cleared off big patch of dirt. Now they've had restaurants develop around. They've had hotels develop around. The whole area uh, around the ballpark here up at uh, what's called University Town Center has grown up and it's been an economic uh, you know developer an economic uh, engine a little bit for this particular area and that's hopefully some of the same things you'll see again as everything starts to come together down in Huntington over the next couple of years Dave Wilson's my guest you can hear him on tonight's game a little bit after six right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 of course he is involved all season long in Marshall football and basketball broadcast and of course, um, he's also uh, the voice you tune into in the mornings in Morgantown. I uh, had uh, Rob Cornelius on earlier, and just uh, I heard. Yeah, I told him. Um, I told him not to give you the big head, but he was giving you a lot of props. Well, you know, I've always really liked Rob. You know, I couldn't couldn't ever quite put my finger on why, but you know, I, I think the guy's got a great a great ear for radio. I just tell you that, Paul. He knows what he's talking <laughs> about. He's fun. And um, he just gets it. That's what I really like about him. And, uh, you know, he's always Absolutely. willing to come on and talk. And um, he, um, he's a pro, but he, he doesn't take this too seriously because, after all, we're doing radio, man. We're having fun. This is, this is supposed to be fun for us. Well, you know, so many people, you know, in, in the business do take it uber seriously. And, you know, Paul, you know, I'm getting to do a baseball game here tonight. I get to go on radio every day, you know, talk with you, you know, in the falls to be involved with the football program and do the things I do. Dude, we're, we're extremely lucky to get to do this and bring these games and uh, have fun with it. That's, uh, I kind of take the same approach. Uh, sounds like Rob does. Have some fun with it. Enjoy it. and Hopefully everything works out in your favor in the end. Plus, I have an intern, and I got snacks today, so uh, I'm good. Brought me snacks. 
you know, you always give Fred Persinger a hard time. <laughs> you know, the, the, the grandfather of Metro News. And I'll tell you what, I don't think he has an intern, Paul. I think you have one-upped Mr. Persinger. Stop it. I think so. The grandfather of Metro News. <laughs> that I, came out wrong. You know what I mean. I saw him a couple weeks ago, and you know what he dropped off? Fred Persinger dropped off new Metro News 2019 apparel to me. Nice. Yeah, that Metro News jacket you guys, that, that coat. Oh, you got a jacket. Yeah, swag's oh, yeah. great this year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You guys, um, you guys got the swag up there at Metro News. I'm going to tell you that right now. It's, a, it's all that Kerchival money. <laughs> That's where it's going. I see. It's the Kerchival money, man. Uh-huh. I mean, look, it's 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 Kerchival. Eventually, you because you know when you're on. Um, <laughs> be honest, they're grooming you. I mean, I, I don't want to get in trouble here, but they're grooming you, right? You're you're going to be talk line I soon. Have, 2025 no is going to be Dave Wilson. 2025. That's that's not that far away. Yeah, whenever he, whenever Kirchhoff retires, hey, if that day ever comes. No, no, it's not going to happen. I mean, <laughs> I just can't wait. I can't wait for Steam release with Dave Wilson every Friday. <laughs> Have fun calling the game tonight. We're going to be listening. Uh, looking forward to it. Uh, always good to talk to you, man. Anytime. Um, we'll have you back on soon. And uh, uh, let's go, herd. Let's say yeah, that. I'll- Always look forward to this game. It's a fun game. I'm glad. And, Paul, you know what? I'm glad that it happens at least once a year and if the weather holds out twice a year because you know as well as I do, for many years it just didn't happen. The two sides didn't see eye to eye. And I think, you know, Jeff Wagner, obviously, and uh, the Mountaineers head coach, Randy Macy, they get it. They understand, you know, baseball is important in West Virginia. Baseball in West Virginia is not bad overall. You know, from the high school ranks on up, and they get it. These two teams should be playing twice a year. It's a fun game. You know, it's middle of the week. It's uh, it's just something to enjoy and uh, you know showcase the baseball teams here in the state. Yeah, a lot of fun. I really like the uh, Mountaineer baseball program. I think top to bottom, very uh, very well run, top notch coaching staff, very professional. Really like those guys. Would be nice to get a win up in Morgantown, though. Yeah, hopefully that's tonight. <laughs> Dave, uh, bring us home a winner. We'll talk to you soon. I'll see what I can do. Dave Wilson, he'll have the game tonight here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Quick timeout. We come back, and we're going to wrap it up here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1. That's how close I cut this show today. That's how close. 
You guys could have mix-mastered that a little bit in there. You guys are too busy eating your snacks. I mean, you should see my producer's booth right now. They're getting ready for the baseball game. They got Cheez-Its in there. Lots of Cheez-Its. You guys are on a Cheez-It kick today. Um, my guy Gabriel's got his uh, orange Fanta. You got that? Oh, look at that. Some cheddar fries. I even got some snacks. I got Doritos, nacho cheese. Look at that. You told... You, uh, you made that happen for me, didn't you, Gabriel? Was that you? Oh, no. Mr. Intern. Okay. I like it. I like it. That's going to do it for this edition. In a few short minutes, for those of you listening live, we're going to have Marshall Baseball. For those of you listening on the podcast, well, you probably missed the game, and you're probably feeling shame and regret right now and missing the game. For our, uh, our squad, I'm Paul Swan. Thanks for tuning in. We'll do it again tomorrow. WRBC Huntington, W227BS Huntington, your flagship home of the Marshall Thundering Herd and The Drive with Paul Swan, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.